Hey, what's happening, friends? Good evening. It's the 22nd of July, 2020. Some thunder boomers coming in. We had some last night, too. Lost a little bit of uh, power for about an hour. Had a, eh, not a panic attack, but a little bit of a mini, like, holy shit, it's 95 degrees outside. And mm-hmm. my, text message from Madre. Oh, it's the missus there. She's making some freaking pork chops for me this evening. I cannot wait to sink my teeth into those babies. Pork chops and applesauce. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> I'm excited. So, cool. It's the 22nd of July, 2020. Some thunder boomers. We lost power last night. Had a little bit of a frenzy as my uh, it's dark in the house, maybe 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, fuck, am I going to lose power? Have to run that generator. I'm sorry if I'm um, spoiled with the creature comforts, air conditioning included, but you want me to be a miserable motherfucker? Take away my air conditioning. I like to sleep at 67 degrees. I want that air conditioning pumping. I want to be bundled up in blankets to keep me warm. Because it's so friggin' cold. That's ideal sleeping weather. That's why people would ask, would you rather perish in the desert or in a frozen tundra? The correct answer should be frozen tundra because reportedly, after a certain amount of time being exposed, you just go numb and you kind of start hallucinating and stuff. Not that I'm prepared to die at all, but if I had to, I wouldn't want to roast in a freaking in a desert environment. Not good. Not fun. <clears throat> at all. So, uh, yeah, I want my AC. And the power goes out for an hour or two crapping my pants a little bit, a butt nugget's going on there, all of a sudden it comes back on. Makes me really appreciate all those hard-working uh, power company folks out there, linemen and clerks and everybody involved in that business. Fucking superheroes. So this is interesting conversation here. I saw one of my friends posted this cool... Uh, collage of phrases so for instance the phrase when somebody signs their email kind regards it really means fuck you Um, moving forward means stop wasting my time and just let it go already Uh, thanks in advance you could translate that to I'm already thanking you for doing me this favor even though you haven't yet agreed to it Therefore, you must do it. I see your point can be construed as, you can express your opinion, but I give zero fucks. Let me clarify means, you must completely, you completely misunderstood my last message, you idiot. Hope this helps. Just stop bothering me. passing lane for this friggin' meat truck. 
apparently some of the best work that I can do is uh, when I'm road raging. <laughs> when I'm road raging, you know? And I guess I do that a lot. Honestly, it's it's a little defensive mechanism. It's uh, I find some humor in it. I'm not trying. I'm not le- ready to literally kill anybody, but I may sound like that sometimes. For instance, when I'm podcasting and somebody cuts me off, or I observe something out there in society. Uh, let me see. Finish this list. Hope this helps. Okay. It has been brought to my attention. You fucked up. As stated below, you need to read the entire email chain, not just the top two lines, because your dumb question has already been answered. Sorry for being unclear means, no, I wasn't. Obviously, you didn't read what I wrote. You need to pay more attention. Just checking in means... I'm going to keep sending you emails about this until you respond. Per my last email means you better reread the whole thing again so you don't ask me stupid questions. So those are definitely some common uh, e-communication fuck-ups, misinterpretations. Very, very interesting, humorous, and real. It's funny because it's fucking real shit right there happens a lot. Another one that annoys the shit out of me um, is if somebody says, um, I'm confused about this. Like, I'm confused about this assignment or about what you said. It suggests that you fucked up and that you were unclear and that there, there some clarification is needed because I don't understand. I mean, sometimes people, sometimes you did fuck up and sometimes you weren't clear, but a lot of other times people are just stupid and they didn't, uh, you know, read the fine print or uh, follow your very succinct, very clear um, instructions. So that's that's a big thing, especially with um, the newer generation, younger generations. Um, I'm confused. It to me it insinuates that you were you fucked up. And the answer to that is typically, in my mind anyway, no. You fucked up. You didn't fucking read the instructions. It's unclear because you didn't fucking follow directions. So I thought that that was interesting. I'm sorry if I'm speaking loudly. I'm just trying to overpower the rain that's going pitter-patter upon my windshield. And keeping a keen eye to my 6 o'clock here when this little shit-eater car is uh, taking it upon itself to tailgate a freaking Ram 5.7 liter with fucking 32 inch tires and silver rims, dual overhead cam, dual exhaust, DOHC, fucking high test burning, smoky fucking burnout making, squealing of tires, a much larger than you, much friggin' riding high, and I have four-wheel drive, so don't fucking tailgate my ass. So there's that. This is interesting, okay, as well, I think. There's a, a military-ism 
Marine Corpsism, militarism, where it's called, the phrase is, stand by to stand by. What that means is like you're standing by for word. It means that, uh, let's say, okay, uh, the trucks are going to be here to pick us up tomorrow morning at 05. You know, be ready, stand by to stand by. All right, so then you wake up, set your alarm, 05. Hey, wake up, Marines, wake up, da, da, da. knocking on doors. You wake from your peaceful slumber, throw on your, uh, your freaking camis and your boots, fall out in the formation. Hey, Marines, uh, motor transport isn't going to be here till 8. They're delayed. Okay, stand by. Go ahead and draw weapons. So you go draw your weapons and you're cleaning your weapons on the catwalk, drinking uh, energy drinks and fucking around, cursing, beating each other up and stuff. Stand by to stand by. Uh, looks like the trucks aren't coming. Now we're going to hump out, which means that we're going to do a forced march, put your uh, rucksack on your back, load up all your gear, grab your weapon, get in columns of two. Now we're going we're gonna to walk out to the field, to our training area, essentially. Our training area is some patch of woods, vast patch of woods. And, uh, hey, you know, the training area is already used, so we're going to go over here. Stand by to stand by. So, essentially, the phrase means, be ready for anything. And I, I think that this is definitely a time that we need to be ready for anything. Like, we shouldn't be surprised, right, if something, if the, if the, the floor falls out on us, like we're in a fun house or something like that. But what's going to happen when I go into the front door? Oh, I'm going to get screamed at. Or what happens if I go up these creaky stairs? There's going to be a friggin' insane clown with fangs at the top of the stairs going to jump out and try to scare me. Oh, when I go through here, this area where it looks like there's a, a jail and there's bars, steel bars there, uh, I guarantee somebody's going to jump out with a chainsaw and chase you around. and It's like you're... That's kind of like what we're in right now. It's a little bit of a fun house. So I was talking to my friend about this. He used the phrase, stand by, stand by. That's what it means. It means you need to friggin' have your head on a swivel and just be prepared for anything because some crazy shit is going down routinely. So it's interesting. And the whole military experience is kind of about conditioning yourself to be ready for anything. They call that, and I've mentioned this before, you've all heard it, because it's common knowledge now, it's called embracing the suck, which means that the trucks aren't going to show up on time, the helicopters are not going to make it to your LZ, and when they do, there's not going to be enough of them, and this is in peacetime, so could you imagine the shit, the Murphy's Law type shit that would happen in a time of war, or in a really important time when... Um, when things need, to, you're counting on things to happen, like clockwork. Um, you think that the objective is here. Your intel says, aerial intelligence says that this is the building that you're, that you need to uh, attack or rescue somebody from. And then you show up, and lo and behold, it wasn't that building, or they moved the hostages, or something was way off. You know what I mean? So way across town. Well, now we need, it's like something out of Black Hawk Down, right? Now, I never experienced anything close to that. But 
yeah, the helicopter gets shot down and we need to jump in all these Humvees and get in a motorcade, a, um, a convoy, and drive through a very close, uh, small uh, city, not small, but crowded city, where the buildings are all on top of one another and people are looking down at you and you're exposed and you gotta get to wherever. Now the truck gets blown up, you gotta go on foot, right? So, two new text messages. So stand by to stand by. You have three new text messages. Great. Stand by to stand by is a term. An apt, apt term for these times. Um, but. You know, so, so fucking stand by to stand by. Be ready for anything. Train yourself. This is kind of the value of, of work, of training hard like physical training or um, running out, going for a run on a hot day or doing calisthenics in a field or churning out um, fucking kettlebell exercise in the blistering sun, uh, sweating your ass off, bugs biting you on the dick. All that stuff that we did, any of, any of my listeners that are DDIPers, the Dr. Drill Instructor Program, all of that stuff from breaking brush and crossing little creeks and working out in creeks. Um, show up to the gym and the door's locked, okay? I guess we got to train outside in the rain. All that stuff, I always looked forward to it because it made, it was good um, drama, a good backdrop to train, and that's why it's kind of the thing right now when you've got these uh, podcasters and speakers like Joe Rogan and David Goggins and Jocko Willink and etc. that are all saying basically embrace, embrace the suck, be resilient, and do things that make you, like when you wake up at one guy, Jocko, right, he was always taking pictures of his, his uh, watch at 4 o'clock in the morning suggesting that, you know, he's up and you're not, you're sleeping in, you're soft, you're not ready, you're not trained, look at my puddle of sweat, look at the hard work I'm doing, and you're not prepared to do this. Therefore, when the shit hits the fan, you're not going to be prepared, and I am, because I have already embraced the suck, pain don't hurt sort of thing. So that's really interesting. Now I will say, in closing as I'm getting very close to my pork chops as I climb up the hill here. My friend reached out the other day. We had a brief exchange, and I sent him an audio file rather than a text. It was like, hey, how are you, man? Just checking in with him. And he said, how come you sound like you're down or depressed or something? And uh, truth be told, I was just checking in on a good friend I hadn't spoken to in a couple weeks, it feels like. And uh, I was wondering about him, and he says, uh, I said, uh, I replied, yeah, just, you know, whatever, having a bad day, some stressor. And he's like, you know what, uh, no shit, I, whenever I'm having a bad day, I do say, what would Oberst do? W-W-O-D, what would Oberst do? Because I would get up, and I would fight, and, you know, 
win the day or do whatever I possibly could to succeed. And that is a philosophy of mine, you know, based upon uh, all the individuals that I mentioned, books that I've read, leaders that I've served under, uh, experiences in life and business and friendship and all that shit. So, you know, I try to keep a stiff upper lip and shoot from the hip. I try to be a tough guy, but the truth is I have bad days just like everyone. And sometimes, you know, you want to talk to a friend and just commiserate. And you don't want, it's not good enough to suck it up. You want to reach out to somebody who can relate. And uh, so I'm also a client is basically what I'm saying. But you guys knew that. But I'm glad we got people tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And uh, I'm freaking dog shit tired. I'm excited because tomorrow morning I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to have a lightish day. And then Friday and then the weekend's coming. And when the weekend comes, I'm going to get live with the honey. Chill the fuck out. Take a walk with my dog. Pick some friggin' grape tomatoes off the vine. Water my wildflowers. Do some carving. Right now, as the rain goes, fucking comes down in sheets. I'm sitting there looking at my wood pile of cedar. I see that beautiful heart that I carved. It's like emerging from a tree trunk. The core, the, uh, the center of cedar, that red eastern red cedar. Beautiful shit. So, um, in closing, stand by to stand by, my friends. Huh!